What's up, everybody? We are here with episode two of Figuring Out Forever. We're back. We're back, y'all. Thank you for listening to the premiere episode. We know it was long, but we appreciate you guys for listening. We're actually blown away by the amount of support we've had so far. Thank you for everybody who's liked the Facebook page, who's followed us on Instagram, who's listened around the world from Virginia to California, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Wisconsin, 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 all y'all is in there, so I'm going to make it plural. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> we even had listeners in Puerto Rico, New York. I said Georgia, right? I don't think you said Georgia yet. Georgia, North Carolina, Massachusetts. Thank y'all. If y'all listening in a place I have not mentioned, Thank when you. I see you on the chart, I'm going to shout you out next episode. So, last week we gave our story. Uh, wasn't the full story. But it's probably the fullest story we've told up to date. And so now we're going to talk today uh, on the topic. Drum roll, please. (laughs) I had to change my screen on my phone to uh, find a topic. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever broken up with somebody? If you haven't, congratulations. Uh, But if you have... You've probably heard this phrase, it's not you, it's me. But we want to talk about, it's not you, it's me. It's actually me. Recognizing your faults so I can heal. I as in you, recognizing your faults so you can heal. Yeah. That's That sounds a little bit better. All right, Um. so let's get dive right into it. Jackie. Yes. Why are we so willing to not so willing, sorry. Why Yo, Jackie. Yo. All right, Jackie. Uh-huh. Why are we not willing to accept our own faults, especially in relationships? Why are we not willing to accept our own faults in relationships? Well, I don't have that problem. I'm perfect. I'm joking. Lies and deception. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but I would say that, um, you know, when it comes to accepting fault, it can be really hard to do um, when um, this is something I was actually talking about today with my counselor. Um, but, you know, especially if you are if you're a perfectionist, if that's something that you suffer from. Um, and desiring to, you know, basically do things right all the time and not mess things up, it can be really hard to accept fault because when you accept fault, then that says, oh, snap, I've done something wrong. And so for a person who is a perfectionist, and I mean, honestly, not even just people who are perfectionists, really, um... I mean, just generally speaking, like that's a, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people is to admit that, hey, I messed this up. I did this wrong. And so as opposed to acknowledging that, owning that, a lot of times it's easier to blame the other person. And so, you know, you hear the whole, 
it's not you, it's me. But in actuality, you know, a lot of times when somebody says that, it's it's really, you know, whoever they're saying it to, they're really in their in their head, they're like, no, it's you. <laughs> but I'm not gonna say it's you because I don't want you to feel bad. So I'm gonna say it's me. Nah, dog, I'm not doing that. But like <laughs> I'm not the kind of person where I'm just gonna take now back in the day I probably would have, but growing as an older person now, I'm just not gonna take that from people. But uh, I agree a hundred percent with you. It's people are afraid to be embarrassed. Yeah. Especially when they're the cause of their own embarrassment. Yeah. And the society in the world wants us to all. It pushes you to be right at all times. Listen, y'all. It's okay to mess up. Listen. It's it okay it if you is. mess up. You mess up. What you gotta do is own to your mistake. I'm. I try to be a man of my word. I really do. If I tell you I'm gonna do something, I want to do it. In the time I say I'm gonna do it, if I don't do it in that time frame, I owe you an apology because I set an expectation and I failed to do it. So, from I need to man up and admit where I'm wrong. Most breakups don't happen because only one person was wrong. Yeah. Through the course of your relationship, a lot of things have gone wrong and you work through these things. It's very rare that okay. What if a relationship breaks up because one problem happened one time? I messed up one time and Jackie leaves me. What does that say about our love? If I can mess up one time, because remember, she can say it in me. It's not me. It's you. Because you mess up the one time we've ever had a problem. Now it's over. No, relationships break up because of culmination of different things that has happened. And it's not generally the one person that's done the thing. So if we break up because one thing has happened. I mean, I think that says a lot about me, you know? If I break up with you because you did one thing, then I think that that's saying a lot about me and my, I guess I would say, immaturity. Um, because, like you said, like, you know, that, and then I also said something about the love. Like, it's either very weak or non-existent. If I have decided just to leave you because you messed up one time, like none of us are perfect. And in a relationship, a relationship takes, I've heard it so many times, a relationship takes two people who are willing to forgive continuously, two imperfect people who are willing to forgive continuously. And so Maurice over here dancing because, you know, He's the perfect one. So, oh no, I'm dancing because Martin's on TV while we're doing the podcast. Outcast is rapping on the episode with him closing out a theater, and I can't hear the music in my head. Uh, 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 get it, get it. Nah, this fucking up. But you're right. Uh, also, a relationship you gotta take two people who are willing to fight. Like, if you love yeah. somebody, you have to be willing to fight for that love and really go after it. If yeah. it's worth having. That's why I always say it, it's very beneficial for you to start dating 
seriously dating after you've taken, I guess, what the what the older generation would call that courting period, mm-hmm. that period of building that friendship, and even while you're dating, become a friend to your boyfriend or your girlfriend, so that when you get farther and farther into your relationship, there's a found a firm foundation to still fight for. Yeah. Something to hold on to. A lot of places, uh, when a tornado or a hurricane hits and destroys a neighborhood, there's a lot of rebuilding to be done. But it's a lot easier to start again when that foundation is still there. There's a foundation still to build off of. Versus now I have to lay a whole new foundation. I have to tear everything apart again and restructure it. Versus, oh, a window broke. Let's replace this window. If the wind, if, the, if you break a window, do you do you tear your house down and start all over again? Absolutely not. Or do you fix the one window? You go fix the one window. Or if the window breaks, do you be like, I can't deal with the window breaking. I'm putting a wall here. <laughs> Forget the outside. <laughs> and I mean, you say that, but that's what people do, you know. Um, I mean, like, I'm trying to think what's the word I'm looking for, but you know, like there, you know, you have people who are that, um, to that extreme. Yeah. Like what's the word? They're that, um, uh, I can't think of the word right now, but anyway, like people who, you know, who will go to that extreme literally, um, where it's like, you know, a window breaks in their house and you know, you come over and it's like. Why you got this board up right here? It's like, man, the window broke and I just, I was just sick of it. I didn't feel like fixing it. So I just put this board up. And, and I'm not going to fix it because I'm scared the window's going to break again. Mm, okay. A lot of people fear when the trust is broken in a relationship that throw the whole relationship away. Because yeah. I don't want it to get broken again. Instead of working to find out why mm-hmm. it was broken. Mm-hmm. And can it be repaired? Now, sometimes a window breaks. If you break the framework around it, that one little window can't be replaced. You may have yeah. to replace the whole thing. Yeah. But I think also, or like you said, or they put that wall up. And so they may stay in the relationship and, you know, continue in the relationship, but they've now put a wall up. And so there's distrust in the relationship. And so while they're going through the motions, the trust isn't there because that wall is now up. Like, um, I literally just had a conversation with somebody today. They were telling me about, um, one of their friends just got a new couch because her husband cheated on her on their couch. Um, and so they're trying to work through the relationship but she was like, I can't, you know, I can't look at this couch anymore. So we getting rid of this couch. She literally took the couch outside and burned it and was like, we get a new couch. And they're trying, so they're trying to work through the relationship and they're trying to rebuild that trust, but it's so hard. And she was like, you know, she would have days where she would literally like break down in tears. No, not, not just at the side of the couch. The couch is gone. She broke the couch. But just like, you know, she literally, you know, she can be in the kitchen, wash the dishes. And then just out of nowhere, you know, that overwhelming feeling of sadness comes over her and she breaks down. 
And it's just like, because, you know, like that trust was broken. And so it's like, wow, like, you know, I applaud people who are able to overcome that and, you know, rebuild after that trust is broken. But it's hard. Like, it's like, you know, you literally have betrayed my trust in my house. And, you know, that does something to you emotionally. And so it's like, how do I, you know, how do I recover from that? And then allow myself to trust you again. And I know that was an extreme example. Like, you know, there's different things that happen that cause the trust to be broken. But in any case, you know, it's like, how do I overcome that and allow myself to be open to rebuild? If, you know, if that's the direction that we're, you know, that we're deciding to go in. That's a great point. That leads me to think, or leads me to say to our listeners and anybody else who tune in with our listeners, <laughs> uh, which they'll be listeners as well, so forget that whole thing I just said. <laughs> that makes me think about the fact that we have to be patient. We have to be patient with each other because just because we threw the couch out, I cheated on this couch, so I threw it out. Everything's Everything's right with the world. Or even I apologize for my mistake. That's the that's the thing about forgiving and forgetting. I forgive you. It doesn't mean I'm going to really forget what happened. It's not so much forget. It's out of my mind. It's I'm not going to hold it against you anymore. I'm not going to hang it over your head. I'm not going to beat it into you every time I see you. We can't go shopping for couches because it reminds me of what happened. Yeah. This person, and that's a strong will. I applaud the person for taking the steps of removing something that reminds them of the of the imperfection in the relationship. But they removed an item that was a part of it, but they didn't give up on the whole thing. Because they saw value in yeah. the relationship and they kept going. Now it's up to the other person who made the indiscretion to recognize that just because the couch is gone. It doesn't mean everything's all good. It's going to right. take time. Right. My dad always says, um, character maintained is better than character regained. Mm-hmm. You can apply trust to that. Yeah. You maintain that trust is a lot easier than regaining it because you start all over again. The problem is, is that when I meet you for the first time off the street, I don't trust you because I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to build that trust. But it's a lot harder because I know you and now I've set expectations for you in my life. And now you you know the expectations and you know me. So I hold you to a higher expectation of not hurting me. So when you hurt me, it hurts a lot worse than a stranger off the street. Because we've had discussions. We've had time together. You know, you know what makes me tick and you still did it anyway. But if we decide to break up because of that point, then now you want to make the point and say, it's not you, it's me. Why is it so hard for you to accept your faults and begin a healing path for yourself? Why can't you do that angle of it? Or why can't you go down that avenue instead of now trying to find imperfections in your in your partner? 
and go self-esteem hunting to find reasons to break up with you because I'm hurting. Or I'm hurting, I know I have faults, I want to be out. Or I just can't figure out how this is working. Instead of talking to you and figuring out, or at least just saying, look, it is me. I'm angry. I'm stubborn. I'm immature. You don't know. The response may be, I understand that, and I and I and I'm patient with you for it. I love you because of XYZ. Mm-hmm. ABC may be your own internal problems, but they may see more value in that. They may see more value in you than you see in yourself. But you'll never know if you don't admit your faults. Yeah. And I think that patience piece is a big part. Um, We're doing um, this woman's Bible study at church right now. um, Studying uh, this book called Trustworthy by Lisa Turkers. And uh, one of the things that she said is that trust is built by time plus believable behavior. And basically, like, you know, so you have to be patient with that person. Like, you know, someone's not going to trust you overnight. And it's def- they're definitely not going to, you know, you're definitely not going to rebuild that trust overnight once that trust is broken. But over time as that believable behavior is continually um, continually dis- displayed, then that's how that trust is built. And so, you know, when it comes to me accepting my fault, so, okay, yeah, so the trust may have been broken. I may be looking at, you know, this other person and saying, oh, they're this, oh, they're that, they're doing this, they're doing that. But at the end of the day... I got to look at me and say, okay, so what part did I play in this? Like what, you know, what is, what is my responsibility here? And what is my decision? Because so for example, you know, in the, the example that I gave as far as, you know, infidelity. So, okay. So where's my responsibility here? Because I've decided to stay. So if I've decided to stay, I've made that decision, then what can I do to help this relationship come back into a cohesive unit? Because I made the choice that I'm going to stay. That was my decision. And so I have to own that decision and not continue to throw in the other person's face the things that they have done that caused this trust to be broken if I made the decision that I'm going to stay. Well, does blaming the other person make you feel better? Or does it make the situation any easier? I think that it does not do either of those things. Um, I think that in the moment, it may make you feel better. Um, And I think that in the moment, it may make the situation easier to stomach for me. But if we talk about a marriage, we're one. And so if I'm blaming my husband for something in the moment, I may feel like that's making me feel better, but we're one. And so if I've hurt him by blaming him for something, I'm hurting too. And so like, that was one of the things that, um, 
sorry, I'm gonna I, I keep talking about things I talked about with my counselor. But that was one of the things I had talked about with my counselor, um, I think it was last week. Um, we were talking about how like, you know, like so for example, like say me and Maurice are having like, you know, Maurice is having a bad day, let's put it that way. So say Maurice is having a bad day and uh, I feel that Maurice is being short with me, and so then I internalize everything that every vibe that I think I'm getting from Maurice. And then I turn it around and make it about me. And so then I'm upset with Maurice because you were being short with me and I don't know what's wrong. And I'm like, and you know, so in the moment, like, okay, so did that make me feel better to blame him because I feel bad because he feels bad? (laughs) Like in the moment it may have, I don't know. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like, no, like that's, and that's not even fair to him for me to blame him. So it's like, how I'm going to blame him for me being upset that he's upset. <laughs> like, that's not even fair to him. He hasn't even had a chance to process his feelings. And I turned around and blamed her for something that should not even have been an issue for him to be blamed for. You feel me? I feel you. Because in none of that, have you ever even asked what was, what was my issue? What was right. my problem? What was bothering me that day? Exactly. And a lot of times people, people want, it's funny, I'm looking at our talking points for today and people want to, it's, it's like nowadays, in our society nowadays, people are so easily offended mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like people want to, it's weird what I'm about to say, but it's, it's like people want to be hurt. Yeah. People, my hurt is my badge of honor. Yeah. It's my claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah. Like. No one cares about me unless I'm hurting. So when I am hurting, I'm going to make sure I let everybody know that I'm hurting. I need the sympathy. I need the attention. I don't know if that makes people want to feel better. But the thing about it is, is that the only way you're going to feel better when you're hurting is to figure out where that hurt is coming from, especially if it's coming from yourself. If it's something that you may have caused that has reflected on your... Because I say it all the time. Life isn't happening to you. It's responding to you. The mm-hmm. choices and the moves that you make are going to set up reactions that are going to bounce back to you. Yeah. If you punch a wall, you're going to hurt your hand. hmm <laughs> It's that simple. If you do something like you, you got when you act, you got to recognize the consequences for your actions. But you can't be, you can't punch a wall, hurt your hand, and say, "Oh, the wall hurt me." Right. I was just standing here, and the wall, the inanimate object, mm-hmm. leaped and hit my out hand. the foundation <laughs> and hit my hand. No. <laughs> You punch the wall, right, and it hurts your hand. I'm not talking about those situations where because sometimes people hurt you. Yeah, sometimes people hurt you, and it is it is wrong for someone to maliciously hurt you. Sometimes we hurt each other, and it's not the intention. Like we said before, I said last week, but you got to know the intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to what I said last uh last show about how. I'm dealing with a new Jackie. Mm-hmm. The Jackie before before she was married, I can make a joke. 
and she would laugh right along beside me. But now the Jackie Poster marriage, who's been maybe through a situation that may have been joking about, she may not see it now the same way. Oh, because I haven't been through a situation, I, I now know that maybe that's not something to joke about. Or whatever it may be, and I joke about it, and now she's upset. I didn't intend to hurt her. And like she just said a few minutes ago, I can't be like, what you mad for? <laughs> Always overreacting. <laughs> no, find out what, what, what she's upset about. Find out what, what they're upset about. And then I'm upset because you made this joke. Well, I don't, I don't see why you are upset about it. Open that line of communication. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Find out what's going on. It's going to make the relationship better. And again, we're not we're not here to tell anybody to break up. We're not here to try to save anybody's relationship. We're just talking about figuring out forever. Yeah. Figuring out this love journey. And sometimes when you're riding on the interstate and you're trying to figure out where you're going, sometimes you got you know that you keep going. Sometimes you know it's time to take that exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you talk about that, um, I want to go back a little bit. When you talk about that, you know, that badge of honor, you know, I mean, really what it is, is it's pride, you know, um, you know, people, you know, I think a lot of times people look at pride as just being one thing of, you know, like, oh, you know, like, I, I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to see me as being less than, but a lot of times, you know, like that's also rooted in pride that. I want to be, you know, I want to be the victim because I want the attention. And so, you know, that's the pride that, you know, causes that. Let me be the victim, you know, um, the same pride that causes you to not want to take the blame and not want to admit fault causes you to want to play the victim and have the attention be on you because, oh, what was me? I'm so hurt. And nobody cares about me and nobody ever takes care of me. And you, you know, you victimize yourself to the point that, you know, you, you're always the victim. Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes sense. It okay. makes sense. <laughs> But yeah, like you, you become that, that constant victim. It's like, there's always something wrong so that somebody can come and be like, Oh, what's wrong, sweetie? What's going on? How can I help? Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and then on that same token, as my claim to fame. Now I have this group of people around me yeah. that's ready to, to, to mount Hey, when you, if you got a group of solid friends ready to mount up for you, that's nothing wrong with that. Now, to me, what's beneficial to me in a relationship, um, I think a couple should have a healthy balance of single friends and married friends. A lot of people will cut off all your single friends just because I'm married now. No, you don't have to do that. Now, yeah. we ain't talking about, you can't run the streets with your single friends all the time. You're right. married now. Right. But it's good to have other married couples around you. You know what I mean? So you can spend time, have couple. 
married couples or just dating relationship, couple friends. Yeah. They don't have to be married. But a lot of times you have to watch the company you keep when it comes to the hurts that you're carrying and see what they're doing to help that. Now, I'm married to Jackie. She's my wife. When they brought these two together to be one, this is the one. I don't take my hurt from Jackie and run it to everybody and run down to find out their opinions on how to fix my relationship with Jackie. We keep that kind of stuff in-house. Right. Man, you can get advice from your friends and talk to your friends and say, hey, man, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. What what would you do in this situation? doesn't have to be an exact situation you're dealing with. Because there's some times where that's going to be a healthy outlet. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have somebody to talk to. Best friend, family member. But you don't have to go into super detail. And then at the same time, watch how you paint that hurt. Because what happens is, you're talking from experience. They're talking from observation, from the outside. So now they're building a perception of your 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 other half. And if they have no relationship with your other half, I can't believe he did that to them. Or she did that to him. They did what? And they made calls to build some kind of view of that person that is kind of unjust because they only got one side of the situation. So if I'm going to go talk to somebody because I'm bothered, and I'm trying to figure out how I should approach this situation. I have to one say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what happened. This is what I did. So that person can have that complete story. Because you come to me and ask me advice. Blah, 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 did this and it hurt. Well, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. I didn't do anything. Okay. So they just walked in the house. Rawr! <laughs> that was it. And those cases may happen. But you have to all you have to really look and see again where your fault is. Because I guarantee if you if you look at yourself and discover your fault and work on you mm-hmm. and your other half works on them, yeah. it it will make life a lot easier. And if you're working on you constantly and making sure you're good, you're good, you're good, it's going to force that other person to reflect on themselves mm-hmm. and either be better for you or realize it's, I'm not for you. Either way, your situation should get better. Prayerfully. Prayerfully, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's good. Because, I mean, you know, in a relationship, like, it's going to be important to be able to admit your admit when you're wrong. And I know that's, you know, that's really hard for a lot of people. But we got to be able to admit when we're wrong. We, you know, we, we can point out somebody else wrong all day. But we got to be able to admit when we're wrong. Because if you want to admit it, then how you going to fix it? You know? Well, that's because my hurt is my weapon. Like, it, because me and you, we having an argument. My hurt is my weapon. I can't get out how I feel 
because you're throwing your hurt at me the whole time. I need to let you know how bad you hurt me a lot of times, not so you can fix it or learn from it, but so I can hurt you in return. And see, that's the problem. <laughs> because I know you get upset when you think I'm upset. Mm-hmm. And because you did something to make me upset, I have to make sure you know how upset I am. So now you get upset and I feel better because I'm not hurting alone. You know, mm-hmm. you know misery loves company. Misery does love company, for sure. And some people in this weird world feel better when other people are upset. Yeah. If I can move this negative energy off of me and and put put it on to you, I feel so much better. I mean, yeah. I mean, you... You know, it's it's crazy. It's you know, it's crazy people in the world for sure. Um, I don't want to dig into that too much because you know, me and my psychology mind will you know psychoanalyze to the end. But um, <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, I mean, you do you find that, and that's that's kind of you know that's kind of what we're talking about is because basically. So I'm not taking the blame. I'm blaming you. Yeah. And then it's your fault. And everything that you did to me hurt me. And you need to know that it hurt me so I can hurt you back. And none of that is cool. And none of that is healthy for a relationship. That makes it a very toxic relationship. And so a healthy relationship is going to say, hey, this hurt me. But also, I know I did this too. So I'm going to take responsibility here because I did. I know that I did this and I apologize for what I did. But I want to make you aware that what you did also hurt me. And I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not coming for you. I'm not throwing this in your face like, ooh, look what you did. But I just want you to be aware that this hurt me. So that going forward, we can fix it. Now, on the flip side of that, the person on the receiving end has to be able to receive that, okay, I apologize. I hurt you. So let me see how can I fix it. Like, we got to continue to be able to work on ourselves to be able to improve the areas in which we, you know, in which we're lacking. Like, none of us are perfect. We're always going to have struggles. We're, you know, we're... I promise you, to the end of the day, <laughs> to the end of the end, somebody is going to do something in a relationship that's going to hurt the other person. It's going to happen. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. But we got to be able to own our mistakes and not throw stuff into our partner's faces as, oh, look what you did. You hurt me so bad, so let me hurt you by telling you how you hurt me. But from a place, a sincere place of love to just be like, I just want you to understand that this hurt me. And then on the, on the other side for me to be like, okay, let me receive what you're saying to me. I apologize for hurting you. How can I adjust moving forward? So I don't hurt you in that way again. I might hurt you in another way. Let's be honest. I might hurt you in another way, but I don't want to hurt you in that way again. 
I mean, if I'm in love with you and I, I like, I'm in love with you and I love you. Like you said, it's funny because what you're saying was in my brain a lot of it. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. So because I love you, when I interact with you, it is my goal not to unintentionally, not though, it, it's, it's my goal to not hurt you intentionally. Right. Of course. I may do something that hurts you because guess what? We're learning each other every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I may do something that I don't think would hurt you, mm-hmm. but then it hurts you. But if you don't communicate with that to me, I'll never know. But you communicate is now for me to figure it out. Okay, put, put that hurt. That's in the hurt, man. I can't do that. Or let's figure out why this happened because which which person needs to adjust in that situation. Yeah, that's good. Because a lot of times, and in, in, in these relationships, we have to, I need everybody listening who's in a relationship to really think about when you get into your discussions. Like me and Jackie, we, we're blessed to not argue with each other. We have the we have debates. We have discussions. <laughs> we have frustrated moments. But we, we she's not my child. I'm not her child. Right. We're not yelling and screaming at each other. I may still not know everything that will upset my wife because I'm still learning her Yeah. every day. But the things that I do know uh, that hurt my wife are off limits in a heated discussion. They're off limits in any discussion. What hurts my wife is not my bag of ammunition. Right. To throw at her when I'm upset. Would it play in your mind when you're upset? Of course. You're upset, so you're frustrated. You're mad. You're trying to balance it out so things pop in your head. You got to be conscious to be like, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. We're discussing this to find a resolution. Not to win the argument. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no winning an argument in it's a not. marriage. When an argument starts. An argument starts when people stop listening. Actively listening. Yeah. We listen to respond. Yeah. Like. Again, I mean, I go back to, you know, what I said earlier, like we're one. So there's no winning an argument in a marriage. Yeah. Because if you lose, I lose. If I lose, he lose, you know, like there's no, there's no win or lose. Like we are, we discuss things so we can reach a resolution so that we can continue to work together as a cohesive unit. Yeah. Got everything, cause everything you do maliciously and in Ill, with ill intent. To your your spouse, you're doing to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally, you're doing it to yourself if you're truly one. Yeah. And that's something that people have to recognize when they get to the level of marriage. And that's that's a part where people have to realize 
there's different levels to this relationship things. There's mm-hmm. levels to this. Mm-hmm. Things like friendship. Mm-hmm. And how friendship matters. Mm-hmm. In a relationship. That friendship is your it becomes your foundation to that relationship. You building on what you first established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, and I mean, and that's a big, you know, if you want to be a friend, if you want to, if you want friends, you must first show yourself friendly. And I think that that's a big part of relationships as a whole. Because if you're my friend, then I don't, I don't want to hurt you. You know, I have no ill will towards you. And so if in a relationship, if, if you're my friend first, then I care about you. I don't want to hurt you. And so if something happens that hurts you, then I'm going to feel bad about it. And I'm going to want to correct it because you're my friend. Like, it's not just a, you know, this is not just a means to an end, I guess. This is not just a, you know, oh, we just got together so we could procreate. <laughs> we got but, together so we can have kids and get better taxes. Right. Like, no, like, you're my friend. I care about you. Like, and that, you know, that makes a big difference. Makes a huge difference because, again, if I just met you on the street and I think you're cute and I get your phone number, I shoot my shot, I get your number, we go out on a couple dates, three days in, you're now my girlfriend. Two months later, we live with each other. Six months from there, we're engaged. Another six months from there, now we're married. We are living together before I know your middle name. <laughs> And then it's like, well, name one thing you like. Oh, oh. Because there's no time where you've established that relationship. Because there are certain boundaries you don't cross when you're just friends. And I think you, you really need that time to learn that person. Especially when you introduce benefits mm-hmm. from levels of relationships. Come on. Way before you should. Come on. <laughs> I'll be real. Come on. <laughs> you're creating ties, soul ties, mm-hmm, diff- mm-hmm. different things you're creating that are not healthy before time. You can't give a baby soda. Soda tastes good, but it ain't good for a little uh, infant. If you right. load his bottle with Dr. Pepper, right. I love Dr. Pepper and all, but it's not good. Right. So things that you deem good before before time mm-hmm. that you're mature enough to handle mm-hmm. can be de- a deadly situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that um I'm gonna talk about this TV show for a second, y'all. But um I know some of y'all know. Oh. Um I think I know. Um, I'm sure some of y'all have watched Love Is Blind. Um, I haven't finished the whole thing yet, but I started watching it the other day with my friend. And um, I think it's such a novel concept that 
I think it removes a big factor of relationships that I think can be a hindrance for people because, you know, they they require these people to get to know each other without having seen each other yet. And, you know, the physical, like Maurice was just saying, like the physical aspect can get in the way a lot because, you know, you see a person and it becomes this thing where, oh, I saw you and I, I like what you look like. And so now I want to get to know you. But all the while, that physical aspect is a distraction. And so when we talk about the friendship piece, you know, when I allow you to be to be my friend first, when we form that relationship, I think it also makes it easier to be able to take responsibility for your actions, be able to admit when you're wrong because your friends hold you accountable. They should hold you accountable. And so when you build that friendship first, I have that relationship. I have that trust. I have that bond with you so that I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong. I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm putting on airs every time I'm around you and that I have to be this perfect quote unquote perfect person when I'm with you because, Oh, we got these benefits already. And so if I mess up, I'm afraid I'm gonna lose these benefits. So let me just keep trying to be perfect and keep trying to make everything work. So I can keep these benefits and you know, that friendship piece, I think that helps a lot in avoiding that, misconstrued notion of I have to be perfect and I got to be perfect for this person and they can't see me sweat they can't see me fall because I'm sorry sorry to break it to you but once you get married they gonna see you sweat <laughs> they gonna see you fall they gonna see it all because y'all gonna be around each other all the time but they're gonna help get you out of situations where you're sweating and they're gonna help you <laughs> when you fall right or they should if y'all friends and you're happy. <laughs> Look at it this way. Again, stop. we want to do a whole show on this uh, out of order. This, Because there's a point that I came across when I was looking up things to talk about today and talking points. How is dating supposed to be? I can't give you that answer because everybody's dating situation is different. But I'm a firm believer that there are steps Mm -hmm. yeah I mean from the time you meet into the time you decide to spend your, the rest of your life with somebody and if you decide to spend your life with somebody it should really not it should be a no brainer when you get to that point but you can't keep jumping ahead that's like me giving you I'm going to give you all the answers to this test yeah you passed the test but you didn't learn anything Right. So when you take next week's test that has similar questions and I'm not around to just give you the answers, you're going to fail. Unfortunately. Why didn't you pass this test when it's the same questions here the last time? Mm -hmm. Well, that's because you didn't, you didn't learn anything. You didn't study. You didn't take time to figure out what was going on. We have to look at ourselves first 
in these relationships. And some people, they will tell you in a relationship to think about the other person first. You do. You think about the other person first. You think about what, what they their likes, their desires, their wants, their needs. But you can look at yourself as well and not be selfish. Mm-hmm. People think, I, I look at me, I'm being selfish. No, I'm looking at me to be a better me. The best version of my relationship, the best relationship is when the, the two people's best versions of themselves come together. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need to be the best me to make sure I can help her become the be the best her. And she needs to be the best her to help me to be the best me. Because if I'm not the best me and I'm overanalyzing, I'm insecure, I'm shoot first, ask questions later. Mm-hmm. As she's trying to be better, I'm just tearing her down the whole time, trying to climb back up. You don't want a crap mentality in your relationship. Yeah, no. No, that makes for a horrible, horrible... And again, toxic relationship. You just you gotta you gotta recognize yourself. Like when it comes down to something, when you're re- trying to find that problem in a relationship, it's not you, it's me. Don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Don't be afraid to admit. Hey, is it me? And if it is you, it's okay. Cause sometimes it's going to be you. Sometimes it's going to be them. But you have to realize is is what we doing worth fixing each other. Do you decide that this is time for you to not be in a relationship? You being single is not a death sentence. It's not a woe is me. It's not I'm so lonely. I need to insert someone quickly. I need to give people what they want just <laughs> so I'm in a relationship. Yeah. So I have to do things that I'm not ready for. I'm not ready to commit to to make them happy because I want to be in a relationship. I want to be together because I can't handle being alone. We got to realize that in our single time, that's a good time for you to figure out what 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 you need to do. Mm-hmm. Figure out what who you are as a person. So when you come together in a relationship, you're bringing in two people who are at a hundred percent. Yeah. To be a hundred percent together. Yeah. A lot of things is 50-50. No one needs to be 100-100. Yeah, definitely. Like, both of us giving all we get. If Jackie comes in at 100 and I come in at 30 <laughs> and then she gives me 70 so I can get to 100 and I walk away, now she's left at 30. I've sucked out of her to build me Mm-hmm. when I came in with less. We should be feeling each other as and keeping each other up the entire time. We got to make sure that when something happens, because again, in a relationships, disagreements happen. Arguments happen. Faults happen. You got to be able to recognize when it's you and when it's you, it's okay 
how can I learn from this? How can I heal from that? So advice for you guys, examine yourself. Look, take a closer look at yourself and see what faults you may have in your life that you know you might that that you can correct. Kind of a self-examination. So you can be better for yourself first. And then ultimately be better for your your spouse, your boyfriend, your future spouse, your future girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that way relationships can be better. And it's a daily self-examination. Yeah, definitely. Feel good about yourself. This examination is not for you to tear yourself down and realize I'm not perfect. Newsflash. None of us are. None of us are. And it's okay. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, if you don't, if you don't know, like, ask God to show you. Like, I promise you he will. Now, make sure you're ready for him to show you before you ask. But, (laughs) ask God to show you, you know, areas in which, you know, you can improve. Yeah, definitely. Again, don't, don't ask a question you ain't ready for the answer. Listen, but, um... But, like, ask God to show you, and he will. Like, he'll show you, and he doesn't show you in a way that is to condemn you or to tear you down, but he does it so gracefully. Um, And he, you know, he's there to help you to improve and to turn it around so that you can be the best you for, you know, the person that you're with, the person that you're going to spend forever with, or, you know, if you still are searching for the person that he's going to send your way. So... Just, you know, stay encouraged. Like, don't, you know, don't feel bad about finding issues within yourself. What, but be open, be willing, and be honest with yourself. And just be ready to admit, you know, that, hey, I can come up in this area. Don't be afraid to be wrong. You won't, you're not the first person to be wrong, and you surely would not be the last person to be wrong. Nope. I guarantee it. Because before... <laughs> The night ends tonight, I'll probably be wrong about something. <laughs> Let's just be real. So, um, Jackie. What's up? It's time for the why do you still love me moment. You want to go first or shall I go first? Um, You can go first. I can't remember who went first last time. I probably did. Uh, and I know that because I edited the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why do I still love you? I still love you because you're a cornball. Well, thanks. I appreciate my cornball. No, I, lo- I love your silliness. I love <laughs> when you are in the corner doing a stupid little dance. <laughs> but when you don't think I'm paying attention. Or how you oh. love to just stand in front of the TV and dance. You be paying attention for You me. be in front of the TV half the time. I about this when I be in front of the TV. But just those little <laughs> silly things I love about you because to me I see those as little moments and spurt of happiness. <laughs> and it makes it reminds me that life is good. Nice. So that's why I love you. This time. This time. <laughs> right, the list can go on. Well, I still love you because You bring me joy. Every week are you going to sing? Inside. <laughs> Lord, help us. <laughs> no, but um, for real. No, you um, you do bring me joy, though. Um, I love to see you happy, you know? 
I know that, you know, we've gone through kind of a tough season here. And, you know, you get frustrated and you get overwhelmed. But. Do I? <laughs> but I just love being able to see a smile on your face and to just see you, you know, to see you be encouraged and to know that. I get, you know, I got some part in that and you, you know, you have, you've brought me into your world, you know, I promise I'm not going to cry every time I do this, y'all, but, but she does, she's wiping her eye right now, it's beautiful, every time, every time, well, y'all know it's real, (laughs) right, it's real, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in for episode two and riding with us on this journey. Um, shout out time. Shout out to you guys for listening. We are growing. Yeah. Uh, we are on. We are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. We are currently on Google Podcasts. We are pushing to get on other platforms as the show grows. So stay tuned. And when we hit your favorite podcast spot. Subscribe so you know every time you get the notification, you get the bing every time a show drops. So you can tune in and ride with us. When you listen, post on social media, hashtag figuring out forever. Drop comments on our Facebook page or our Instagram page with what you want us to talk about, ideas for the show. If you want us to go in more detail about something we may have talked about, chime in we'll love to hear from you shout out to our nephew khalil simmons for giving us the dope intro and exit theme music you are the man so we do also shout out with our media still holding it down well that's all we got anything else that's it y'all thank you for listening and y'all catch us next week we're figuring out forever peace